to, to share and to talk. And um, if, if the table conversation was quiet and something was really wrong, and my language, you would say a, a vicar, is a biker, vicar is passing by, a minister is passing by. So uh, we you are quiet, but um, so people are, are very proficient in being able to make an hour-long conversation or half an hour conversation, you know, knitting one word to the next. So, and if you then say, well, let's eat in silence or a good part in silence, then you become, you, in the beginning, you become awkward with, with the stillness. But what happens when we become familiar with stillness, there's two things that happen. One is that the parts in us that is, cannot be heard because we are so busy in our heads or busy with our mouth comes to the foreground, you know, feelings or maybe remembrance, uh, why you really do the work you do or why you came here or why you came where you are, that can come to the foreground again. Um, but stillness um, also is, is really the ground for, for, um, for, for support. The stillness is really where is, is our home, is where we come from. And if we are more familiar with stillness, you can actually see that we are communicating also if we're not talking verbally. Of course, we are communicating with our bodies or gestures that we make. But if you sit somebody who you feel very comfortable with, you don't really need to talk much. Or you talk so much because it's so nice to talk with somebody you feel so comfortable with. Or you can sit next to each other and, and you don't talk much because there is communication going on. It's not in the English language, but there is some, there's exchange going on without one person pushing something on the other and the other trying to handle it or trying to avoid it. It's more like there's two presences and because the two presences are grounded in silence, uh, there, there is an exchange. Now, this is not necessarily something to be practiced in uh, big business meetings. Uh, because they, you come together to talk. But if you have five minutes of silence, five times a day, um, then uh, the parts of you that can, that don't have much attention comes to the foreground, that is one, and two is you will be much more open to communication that goes on anyway, regardless of whether you talk or not. So if you take more five minutes silence five times a day, then you are more receptive, more, in, more, more intuitive to what is the atmosphere, what is going on, or another person that you're communicating with, you can sense the, more the meaning behind the words. But in that stillness, you see that the people are really already communicating in some way. And that, that communication, uh, we can also pay attention to, and you do that by beginning with silence. So I suggest for this week that we are five minutes silence, and because of the class, we'll, we'll do it just a few minutes, but to be silent. And I'll, I'll make a suggestion, and then eventually you, you do your own thing. So I'll make some suggestions of how to work with the silence. So let's do a few minutes. Um, it helps to sit straight, because your well-being depends on the flow of energy throughout the body. Usually, most of our energy goes in, comes in with the breath, breath or through our senses, and usually it goes straight through to our heads or to our anxieties or worries. So, but if you sit still or stand up still, stand up straight, stand still. If you stand straight, 
the energy that comes in through the breath will begin to flow to all parts of the body. And the main energy channels are against or around the spine. So it's the back that matters the most. So for a few minutes, we sit very still, and I suggest the following. First, become aware of the body. Not like your hand and then your arm, but the whole body as a unit. It's interesting that when you become aware of the body, you will become aware of space. Because the body takes space or participates in space.